You deserve better. I think many of us have probably heard that one or more times during our dating years, usually in reference to romantic relationships where they felt like we weren't being treated very well and that we deserved better. Oddly enough, one of our most important relationships in life, this doesn't come up. And this is your working relationships with your boss. And that's what I'm going to talk about in today's episode. I'm Larry Cornette, and this is Invincible Career. There's something I want you to try today. Something you can do that's in reference to this concept of deserving better in life. I want you to take a moment and assess the balance of how much you're giving to your job versus how much it is giving back to you in return. Is it equitable? Do you feel like it's balanced? Are you receiving more than you are giving? Which would be fantastic. That is a fantastic ROI, return on your investment. Or is your job taking more from you than it is investing back in you? It's a little something, a little exercise that you can do today to think about your current working situation and understand if you're getting out of it as much or more than you're putting into it. Because I can't stand it when bad things happen to good people. I'm sure you've experienced some pretty bad things in your professional life. Many of us have. You might be going through this right now in your job. And if so, listen on to learn more about how you can address that situation, how you can fix this. Conversely, it really bugs me when good things happen for bad people. (laughs) Oh, it bugs me. And I'm sure you've seen this too. You know, if you work in the corporate world long enough, you will witness both things happening. Bad things happening to good people and good things happening for bad people. You will witness this probably a lot. Now, sometimes you will be in a position where you can do something about that. Maybe you're in a position of influence. You're in management. You can reward the good people and punish the bad. You can help talented, generous, and hardworking people get ahead in their careers. And that feels really good. You can also try to help others change their wicked, wicked ways before it is too late. Because one day, it will indeed be too late. People don't forget those who mistreat others to claw their way to the top. Eventually, karma comes calling. It might take some time, but memories are long. The professional world in your network is smaller than people think, and we remember. We remember. And it gets harder for that person to get hired. It gets harder for that person to attract talent. No one wants to work with them anymore. Now, many, many years ago, wow, many years ago, 
I had a conversation with a colleague over coffee, I think it was. And at the time, our corporate culture, we worked together and the negative politics frustrated me. After years of trying to change things and make it work out, I was feeling burned out. We had frequent reorgs. We had so many leadership changes. The strategy kept shifting and changing. So I mentioned that I was starting to look for new opportunities, but I was worried. I was worried that joining another company might end up being more of the same. Maybe I was getting a little, little jaded. I felt like I deserved better. I mean, I worked really hard. I put in a lot of effort. I dedicated myself to my job. So I felt like I deserved better than what was happening. But how could I ensure that I would find better? He looked surprised and he said, why look for another job? You should start your own thing. If you build your own company, you get to define the culture from the start. And it was an excellent point. You know, I don't know why... I hadn't thought about it. I had tunnel vision. I was in the corporate world doing corporate things and getting corporate jobs, (laughs) but it was a good point. You can either find something better or create something better. Long story short, I did. I'd left the corporate world over 12 years ago. I created my own businesses and I never went back. I haven't been back to a nine to five job in over 12 years. You know, I consulted for a while. I still have that business. I worked with startups and other companies, business strategy, product strategy, things like that. I did found a tech startup. I've talked about that before, raised funding and built a team. But I eventually, several years ago, kind of found my way to coaching. And the practice of coaching captures the essence of what I love the most about management and about leading teams. It was everything I loved and none of the things I hated. <laughs> you know, I loved listening, advising people, guiding, giving feedback, you know, being a sounding board for people's decisions. I like being the person someone can turn to when nothing else is working. I enjoy helping people solve problems and I love helping people find better better jobs, better projects, better opportunities. And we do a lot of that when we're managers and leaders in companies, or we should be. But there's always some tension between the needs of the individual and the needs of the team. If you are in management or you've worked in management, you know what I'm talking about. You're always walking that tightrope and balancing your human side, your empathy and compassion with what you need to do for the good of the company. However, as a coach, I now have incredible clarity, focus, and purpose. I am in your corner. I work for my clients. I don't work for a company. When I'm working for you, I'm 100% focused on helping you, helping you succeed, thrive, be happy, and find fulfillment. Now I finally get to help good people when bad things happen and I have no conflict of interest. I don't have to worry about, oh, what's the company need and what does HR say I can do? I don't have to do any of that. I get to help set things right. I really do. 
I get to believe in people, coach them, encourage them until they regain their confidence and believe in themselves again. And as a coach, I help people navigate, I guess it's three phases of leaving a bad situation and demanding something better for their professional lives. You know, one, recognizing when you deserve better. And that may seem obvious, but sometimes it's not. Two, understanding why it is so essential to find something better and not wait too long. And then probably the most important, number three, working through how you actually find something better. How do you find something better? I want to dive into each of these three phases. If you want to read this, there is the associated newsletter. Go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. This is You Deserve Better, issue 406. And you do. You deserve better. So how do you recognize when you deserve better? I mean, no one expects a job to be 100% sunshine, unicorns, and puppies, right? But I think we all recognize when a job is no longer fulfilling us, our boss is always treating us poorly, or we finish work every day feeling down. You know you deserve better when you feel like that. But maybe all you have is kind of a nagging feeling that something isn't quite right at work. Or you assume every job must be like this. You know, if you're fairly new to the working world, maybe this is, this is what work is like. Or if you've had a series of poor experiences, you're like, hey, every job sucks. This is the way it is. You just think the grass isn't going to be greener anywhere else either. This is what it is. It is what it is. So you put up with it. You just keep showing up. However, I'm here to tell you that you do deserve better. If one or more of the following 13 issues continue to be true for you, it's true about your job day after day and week after week, you deserve better. One, your boss makes you feel like less. The kind of boss that tears you down makes you feel like less. Somewhat related, number two, you feel less confident than you did before you took this job. That's horrible, but it happens. Three, you're no longer growing or being challenged. It's stagnant. Four, your value isn't recognized or appreciated. Five, your input is always dismissed or ignored. What's the point? You speak up and no one cares. Six is a bad one. Your manager criticizes you or even humiliates you in front of other employees. It's unacceptable, but it does happen. I've worked with clients that have had that happen. Seven, this is probably many of us at some point, you're underpaid. You're underpaid and your manager keeps promising to make things right. Uh, maybe next year. I'll give you a promotion next cycle. Or you'll get a raise next year. But they never actually do. Eight 
Your manager doesn't respect your work-life balance boundaries. When you say you have to leave work or you have to take care of something or go pick up your kid after school or whatever, they're always trying to force you to go to meetings and to do extra work and they just don't respect your boundaries. Nine, the energy you're putting into the system isn't returned. This is that ROI I was talking about. In a great system, you're getting even more value out for your contribution. You're growing, you're getting promoted, you're learning amazing skills, you're building your network. So the energy is being returned to you. And it should be. It's not just financial. It's not just the paycheck. Ten, your coworkers are dragging you down. Sometimes it's not so much the job or even your boss, but it's the coworkers, the people you're working with. That does happen. Eleven, you feel drained at the end of every workday. Twelve, you feel hopeless. And that's a terrible situation to be in, feeling hopeless. And dreading the next day at work or dreading Monday morning. And thirteen, you feel like your career is at a dead end. That's it. Your career has hit a ceiling. You've hit a wall. You're just done. It's not going to go anywhere. And of course, no job is perfect. I said that. You shouldn't expect it. There will be good days and bad days. You will experience some normal ups and downs during your, during your career. I mean, it's normal. It happens. But if most of your days are bad, and you spend most of your time feeling down, you must make a change. When you work in a negative environment around negative people, it can have a lasting impact on you and your career. So that's why you need to find better. You need to find something better. The longer you stay in a negative situation, the more damage it does to you. And then you start to internalize what you're hearing and what you are experiencing. That's the worst. It just kind of chips away at you until you start to internalize it. All the bad stuff that you're hearing. You stop believing in yourself. You lose confidence in your abilities. I just wrote an entire book chapter (laughs) on building your unshakable confidence. And I've referenced that before. It's linked in the newsletter. If you want to check out newsletter.invinciblecareer.com and read this article, you can get the uh, link to the book chapter and check it out. But you don't want to lose confidence in yourself. If you stay too long, your ambition fades. You stop striving They've been referring to this as quiet quitting, and it's entirely the fault of the organization. This isn't the individual's fault. This is the company's fault, and this is the boss's fault. Bad managers. If people aren't getting good things back out of their work experience, they they give up. They just do the bare minimum. When that happens, you won't reach your full potential. You're not going to become who you could have become in your professional life. You're not going to get promoted. That happens. If you stick around in this negative situation 
you're not going to get promoted. You're going to earn less in your lifetime. And this has been proven even in, I guess, good situations. If you stay in a company for too long, you make less money in your lifetime than you would if you move between companies. I told people this many, many times. Moving between companies is your opportunity every single time to get promoted and to get a big bump in your compensation. So if you stay and you put up with all this negative energy, this negative experience, you're going to earn less in your lifetime. And then sadly, the longer you stay, the harder it gets to find a better job because you've lost your confidence. People are saying negative things about you. You're not getting promoted. And so when you go to interview, you don't look that great on paper. It gets harder to find a better job. And then ultimately, you just end up achieving less in your lifetime. Less because you deserve better. You do less in your career. You do less in your personal life because you've been damaged by this situation. And terrible managers can also do a lot of damage to your future career almost directly. The problem is they get results sometimes, don't they? They rule through fear and authoritarian behavior and the companies put up with it. They tolerate it because in some cases they feel like the ends justify the means. So in bad company cultures, they're okay with a terrible boss who treats people terribly because things are shipping on time. They're making more money. And I think that's why, unfortunately, the working world is so full of bad managers and people get promoted that shouldn't be promoted into management. So these bad managers are causing burnout with their unreasonable expectations and their demands. They can destroy your confidence, which takes months or years to recover. I've been in situations where I lost my confidence and it took, I remember last time, like six months before I really felt like my old self again. I've worked with clients where it took about a year before they felt confident again. A bad boss can tarnish your reputation. They're going to say bad things about you. They can even blackball you during reference checks. And I've seen that happen. Where somebody's calling a previous employer and talking to the manager and they say really negative things about the employee that aren't true. And guess what? Really hard to get a good job when someone's saying negative things about you. Life is too short to tolerate this kind of toxic environment. Spending every day around a toxic boss or coworkers, it's no way to live. You are a good human being who deserves to be treated better. We all do. We all deserve that. The question is, if it's happening to you, what are you going to do about it? How will you ensure you don't end up in another unpleasant situation working for yet another bad boss? So let's talk about that. How do you find something better? Now, unless you've had a miraculous life, <laughs> you and all of us have experienced bad personal relationships. 
could be romantic relationships. It could be friendships, whatever. Some bad ones. And I think we've all learned to take some time before the next relationship to understand what went wrong, to learn more about who we are and to be more careful about who we get involved with next time, right? You don't just start dating right away or make a new friend right away. You're you're a little burned. You're a little cautious. Well, the same thing can be said about work relationships. You don't want to leap into your next job until you understand what went wrong in your previous job or your current job. If it's, you're still in it. You don't want to end up in yet another terrible working relationship with someone. And wow, I mean, we don't think about it this way, but that you spend a lot of your time in a quote relationship with people professionally. You're seeing or hearing from your boss almost every day, your coworkers. It's a big part of your life. So if you are experiencing this or you have, you need to slow down, reflect on things, do your homework, make a plan for what you're going to do next and find a healthy professional environment for your next move. You want to end up with a good boss and a great job that will help you recover your career potential, get back on track and then optimize for your future success. This is the chance to get it right. So there are five steps I want to share. Number one, what went wrong? What went wrong? First, take the time to understand what went wrong and most importantly, why? Why did things go wrong? Was the situation objectively bad? And sometimes it is just a bad company and a bad boss and everyone agrees. Or was it just wrong for you? Sometimes a company culture isn't necessarily bad, but it's not a good fit for you. So what wasn't working for you? Be specific. Be detailed. Was it the work processes, the expectations, how decisions were made? You name it. What wasn't working for you? When did you first notice that something was wrong? None of us take a job. And immediately you're like, this is going to be the worst job in my entire life. And it's all broken. It's horrible. I'm just going to take it anyway. Well, maybe sometimes people do, but you probably interviewed and accepted the job because you thought it was going to be good for you. You thought it was a good company. Seemed like a good boss. So when did you first notice that something was wrong? What triggered that? Was something off with your role? You know, the job that you took, the expectations for you, the responsibilities. What did you learn from the relationship with your boss? If your boss is the problem, what did you learn from that? Is it the type of boss? Is it the way they communicate? Is it the way they make decisions and reward people? What was it? What did you learn about the company culture? And I talk with people about this all the time. There are some companies that I think are a better fit for you and some that are not. 
very rarely is someone going to be able to say, I work well in every single type of company from the earliest seed stage or pre-seed startup all the way up to a massive corporation that has global reach in every single industry and in every single you know, business operational situation and how they make money. You, no, there are probably companies where you work really well. The culture is good for you. And there are companies where you've decided you don't work so well. I, for example, don't think I could ever work in a massive corporation again. I don't like the political infighting that happens. Companies get big and then you have warring factions within the company for resources and budget and strategy and all kinds of stuff. It just gets too big. I'd rather be in a smaller company. What did you learn about your relationships with your coworkers? If they were the problem or you had some situations that didn't work out so well, what was it? And then most importantly, how can you spot the red flags ahead of time when you explore your next opportunity? So now, what are you going to look for? What questions are you going to ask? What are you going to dig into? Number two, define better. So what does better mean for you? If you don't figure out what you want and what's right for you, you may end up in the wrong company, working in the wrong role, or working for the wrong type of person again. I know there are certain types of leaders I will never, ever work for again, if I ever had to go back to a job. Gosh, I hope not. Um, so now your definition of better could include a better job that plays to your strengths. So you have certain things you're really good at, your experience, your talent, your background. You want a better job that's going to make you shine. Maybe it includes a better company with a healthier corporate culture. I think we've all read about some of the cultures at some of the big companies that are pretty terrible. And I don't think you'd ever want to be a part of it. Maybe better means you want a better and more supportive boss or a better manager who mentors you. It's going to help you grow. Maybe it's about getting better projects that will help you advance your skills, get better at what you do. Maybe it's about better coworkers who really want to partner and collaborate with you versus fight with you and be in competition with you. Maybe it's better support for accommodations you require. So you know you need certain things to succeed and your past company or maybe your current company isn't helping. They aren't setting you up for success. Number three, do your homework. This is an important one. Too many people kind of breeze right past this or do a superficial amount of homework about their future employer. And someone recently asked me how they could ask enough questions during a job interview to really understand what the manager is like, to get the truth about the company culture, to know what they were really getting into. How could they ask enough questions in those last few minutes where they're like, do you have any questions for us? My answer was, you can't. Those few minutes you get to ask questions during a job interview will never never be enough time to learn everything you need to know. 
That's not when you find out about the company or the manager. You must do your research ahead of time. Dig, dig, dig. Leverage your network to learn more about the company and the management team. You're not going to find everything online. You'll find some stuff. You'd be surprised. Use your network. Talk to people. Now, if things go well and you receive an offer, do even more research before you commit and say, yes, I'm going to accept that job. Talk to current employees. If you talk to enough, you might start to get to the truth of what the company's like and what the manager is like, how they treat the team, how they make decisions, who gets promoted. Talk to past employees too. I've done this. You should do this. Past employees are more likely to open up and tell you the truth about the company and your potential new boss. And don't be dazzled by the superficial flash and the external veneer that some of these companies put out there. We're a great company who values our employees and we believe in cooperation and da 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 da. That's not going to be the truth. That's their PR. You know, a big company name and the big money that they can throw at you, they're not worth it. If you end up being damaged for months or years by a bad work experience. So do your homework. Number four, find your support system. Your network is one of your most valuable professional assets. They can help you find new opportunities that are already a good fit for you. Your personality, your skills, your background, your talent. They will also do the right thing and connect you with healthy companies and good managers. No one wants to refer a friend to a crappy company. They're not going to tell you to go work for somebody they know is a bad leader. So it's already filtering the opportunities that are coming your way. All of my corporate jobs were because of my network. And I have to give thanks to all my inside champions. They made it easier and I knew what I was getting into before I even started interviewing. I knew. So find or create the support system you need to succeed. Connect with people who want to help you find better, whatever better means for you. Create your inner circle of peers who will support you, but also challenge you. I've talked about this before. This is so important. This can be a group of like four to five people. This is your inner, inner professional circle. They'll remind you when you're settling for less. They'll see it and they'll say, you deserve better. You should be seeking better. Join a community that will lift you up and encourage you to pursue what's best for you. That's why I created the Invincible Career Community. It's why I'm creating the Invincible Solopreneurs Community. There are tons of people out in the world that will either ignore us or tear us down and won't support us. There's too much of that. So I wanted to create these communities of supportive people. We help each other. We encourage each other. We tell each other, hey, you're good. You deserve better than this. And last but not least, find a coach. If you have to, find a coach who will believe in you until you believe in yourself. Someone who will get just as upset as you are 
when someone isn't treating you well. And I do, I get upset when my clients aren't being treated well. Find someone who will say, okay, that's enough of that. You deserve better. Now let's help you find it. I mean, as a coach, that's my purpose. That's why I created my coaching business. That's why I created Invincible Career. That's why I do what I do. It's what got me into this. I feel like I'm here for the good people who deserve better. The people who work hard, but they don't stand up for themselves or they, they put up with too much because they're good people. I'm here for the talented people who should be getting ahead, but they're not. It's ridiculous. I'm here for the people who are tired of suffering at work under poor leadership, under bad managers. And there are so many. And I want to help. As a coach, I help people get out of those situations and get into a better job, working for a better leader. And then finally, number five, never settle for less again. You should never settle for less. Life is short. It is so short. I'm probably older than any of you who are listening. I can tell you it goes by faster than you think. And your prime career years, I've written about this, they're even shorter. There is a window to maximize your career growth and your earning potential, and then it declines after that. Sorry, but it's true. I know it. I'm sure I'm past my prime years. (laughs) But hey, it's okay. But if you settle, when you settle for less, you deny yourself what you could have achieved and who you could have become. I know the working world can sometimes be a frustrating, cold, dark place. But no one should feel hopeless and no one should feel alone. Hey, I'm doing my best to try to bring a little more light and a little more humanity and warmth into the professional world. And I hope that the podcast I create and share and the articles I write, I hope they help a little bit with that. Now, I know this whole thing has been talking a lot about bad companies and bad managers, but there are good companies out there. There are. There are good bosses out there too. But the challenge is finding them because they are not the majority. Work is a significant part of your life. You can find a job or build a business that is meaningful and fulfilling. You deserve that. Never settle for less. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life.